Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. A little different tune for A Mighty Fortress is Our God, but I think Johann Sebastian Bach would be thank you for, for you for singing that today. So, on October 31st, 1517, Martin Luther, you know, nailed up the 95 Theses in the Castle Door Church in Germany. The hammer, hammer strikes would sound forth not merely in Wittenberg, but a very loud and resounding reformation. Nailed to his Savior by Scripture alone, Luther had no idea, absolutely none, of what was going to happen. How far-reaching it would all be. What devilish attacks were now arising. Why doors closed and yet others opened in places unexpected for the gospel. It all sounds strange, though, right, to our modern life because we manage it so well with buttons and signals and with all the big things we like to talk about, especially machines. Few find any purpose or time to repent and believe the gospel, as we'd say. And yet, strangely enough, here's something for you. Teen Vogue, an online uh, venue for young adults, posted an article on October 28th in view of Halloween today. And they wrote these words, an article entitled in these words, The Ghosts of COVID, Why People Are Finding Comfort in the Paranormal. You see, during the COVID times, this article goes on, and there's several other ones that have been saying there's been an increase of people looking to spiritual things. Not the church, not organized religion, but definitely spiritual stuff is the point. We know this, though. Fear would have driven Martin Luther away from faithfulness to God's word if he clung to that fear. Persecution could have silenced his preaching of the gospel in a second. Sadness over his time's conditions would have consumed him in great despair to do nothing, to shut down. Thank God it did not go that way. And he didn't do it alone. He had pastors and others who gave support in that strife. If Luther stood on his own strength, work and glory and plans, sin, death, and the devil would put a shame to it all, would have stopped it. Standing upon Christ alone was the key. Kept safe by God's promising word was at the heart of the Reformation. Luther followed the lead of his Savior. He was the good shepherd. There was none other. It was in this freedom of justification before God that enlivened the way of his cross on earth. No fanciful, no fanciful dream for this life. No guarantees to make everybody happy. Only that hope, salvation, and victory hidden in God's Son given to a sinful world. And there is then one kind of freedom, one righteousness given as a gift for all to receive from Jesus. Of course, faith was never the point of the Reformation. 
People talked about faith, plenty of it before him, but it was always to be faith, could never be apart from Scripture. Standing on God's word, created and continued to give the gospel. To deny Scripture was to go against this salvation. Sinners needed to hear what God says. There was no other way to deliver saving faith in the world but through that word. Jesus, in our gospel reading today, turned to the Jews who had believed in him, and you heard what he said. If you abide in my word, you're truly my disciples, and you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Plenty celebrated what Jesus did in miracles and healing for people. They believed in him, but immediately his word challenged shallow faith and what they wanted to see in God's Son. His true glory was going to be in the shape of the cross, as you know, more precious than gold that they admired at the, the local temple in Jerusalem. No other glory would be present but faith alone flowing out from his word. This same word comes to us, doesn't it, today? Apart from scripture, there's no gospel, no savior, and no real faith. Many enjoy talking about faith. They want to be spiritual, but not religious. But only the saving word of Jesus allows any to stand faithful. In times of suffering and strife, we do decrease unless Jesus increases. This was the challenge faced in later years of the Reformation. We always think about the start, but the later years, the, the decades that it went on, that war of attrition. This is what Luther declared. If you have begun to believe, persevere in it. Let him who stands remain standing, and let him who will not stand fall away. There will still be some who will remain loyal, and these are the true disciples. They will endure whatever befalls them. The others who seek only cardinal freedom and their own advantage are nothing but mouth Christians, liars, false disciples, and illegitimate children. Whew. Strong words from Luther, but he wasn't trying to save the church. He was trying to speak Jesus. And as Jesus says, the sheep will hear my voice. As Jesus warned the Jews who believed in him, he warns all to abide in his word. He will not lie or lead us astray. Baptism grounds anyone in that word. It's the life of having to live with what he says. So we never lose sight of the gospel. You know what's happening. Media is pulling against your lives. I don't care what the media is, newspapers, magazines, small chit chat in small town, or social media. Doesn't matter, watching TV, how much TV you watch this week on the news. It's probably consumed you more than Christ's word. You see, trying to declare faith alone apart from scripture is self-defeating. At a first sense of fear or hardship, how quickly a believer can abandon what Christ says by his word. We know this, the disciples did it, the mighty disciples. Peter walking on the water and the wind and the waves and all that stuff, and he sinks. And so do we. No wonder this word of God, of Christ, must give more than faith, but actually promises righteousness of God to save us 
It is to know the truth, just as Jesus told the Jews. The condition of humanity is slavery to sin. Certainly, since the time of the Reformation, and even more so louder today, plenty are saying, we have made progress. Such words speak only about going forward with better management of works. And you know what works will put to you in the end? In the grave. A captivity that says finally, the law has a hold of you and me. And there's where it's going to put you. And so, the Jews had their pride, as you know, in God's perfect law. And they tried to paint it all pretty to make sure they, they fit into that just the right way. Luther dealt with the papacy that placed confusion, or placed confidence in pope and councils. Our arrogance today rests in a world based purely on science or rule by the majority. So as long as we are the majority, it must be good and true. You see, as much as God uses science to bless our lives, none is released from slavery to their bodies. You know how it goes. Here's an example. Medicine is a blessing. We've gone through this with all the sickness issue stuff and still fighting about it and whatever. But let's not forget, you take this pill three times a day, and oh yeah, here by the way is a list of all the other consequences you're going to have with this, whether you like it or not, possibly. We all trade one kind of suffering for another. Slaves are stuck with no escape. The truth is, is to know only Christ and his righteousness. He comes with no label other than love to exchange death with his life. It is for every person to be baptized and believe in freedom, not bound to a world of works under the law. This is why our Lutheran fathers were unashamed to state this. Be by freely accepting the forgiveness of sins, faith sets against God's wrath, not our merits or love, but Christ, the mediator and propitiator. This faith is the true knowledge of Christ. It uses his blessings. It regenerates our hearts. It precedes our keeping of the law. Sinners naturally play games with our works try to live with their sins, commune with the spiritual and the paranormal. And we don't know what to answer from things that have no answers today. And even want to justify a life that we have made. And yet a better confidence and rest belongs to Jesus, doesn't it? It's to receive the truth of God's word, as we would say as Lutherans, both in the law and in the gospel. You see, as the psalmist said today, we heard in the intro it, my soul makes its boast in the Lord, let the humble hear and be glad. The Jews only took offense at a freedom of repentant trust in Jesus. 
Is there freedom here before us with Christ in the Word and sacrifice? Of course, the answer is yes. I'm a pastor. (laughs) The answer is yes. It's all good. It's all for you to keep you free. It's to be humbled before the Savior, speaking not our words to justify, but justified by Him. He is the Redeemer, the Deliverer, the gift given for mankind, for you. None other bore the judgment of the cross. None other lives with the righteousness before God. None other gave, gives His promise before the prideful, like all of us. As Christ keeps giving faith by His word and keeps speaking the truth of His righteousness, Christ alone keeps us free. How clearly did the Savior speak his victory? You heard it. The slave does not remain in the house forever. He's speaking to me and to you. The sun remains forever. So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. The freedom given to Martin Luther was a heavenly treasure. While earth raged against this justifying work by the gospel, Luther watched the visible church crumble apart from its own falsity and its idols. He rebuked sinful mobs of people wanting to kill for worldly change in the name of the gospel. He caused conflict even when Muslim armies were waging war across the whole land. The church stands in the middle of such chaos. There are those today who falsely carry the name Lutheran. You know this. Some seek to reinvent the church or long to reclaim a lost glory. Others would rather get rid of Christianity altogether. It's all happening. But Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, All this shifting still is on the surface. That's the key. We feel it. We're experiencing it. But it's all on the surface. The foundation of the true evangelical Christian and Catholic church remains firm. Christ alone. His true doctrine in the way of his cross. He alone comes to justify by his works. He alone speaks to forgive for the sake of eternal life. He alone sets free any to believe in him, removing the captivity of sin, works, death, and Satan. Everything else has an end of mankind. Do it, doesn't it? Be it glory, works, or betterment of life. Only Christ remains to give faith and righteousness in him alone. It's the promise not in people. And that is a big problem today. It is the promise not in people, but God acting as he promises for the people, for you. God also made the Reformation a real thing. It wasn't a creation of man. And he nailed it to the church because he put Christ back in the center and he put the church's focus back on the cross. 
of what that really means for our salvation. The Lord continue to do this today for us by his word and sacraments. So it is Jesus that must increase. And you know when he increases? It's always good for you, for the world, for us all, by grace through faith in him. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding be with your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus who justifies sinners so that we do certainly have life everlasting. Amen.